I was like, we have to do, I don't even know how we came. To, I think we were just talking about shows. You're too into this. Like, I, know. I have a feeling. Oh my gosh. I, I have a feeling you're just going to like stay in this like the rest of the day. Like after I leave. <laughs> I go run pick your up my kids. Go pick up your kids. <laughs> Please pick up your children. The best part is I went. Be like kids. Nobody knows this show. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody knows the show. I, if you know this show like. Like, this is going to be your lowest rated episode. Like, that's <laughs> like, no one's going to watch this one because no one knows. And it's sad, but also, I like it. Yeah. I like having it to myself. I know. I don't want to share. I, I don't want anything to get like the, Taylor Swift. The like, thumbnail possibly. is going to be hilarious right. on YouTube. People are going to be like, which one of those faces is Photoshopped the most? Right. <laughs> and neither one. Neither one. This is practical effects, y'all. Yeah. Practical. <laughs> <laughs> Oh and also, god. oh my god, the wig's still slipping. I'm loading the me. 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 I'm loading me. I don't even know what it means, but it is what it is. What it is. What it is. What it is. I'm loading the me. 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 What's up, guys? New episode unloading meat, the Halloween episode edition spooky i don't know i'm fucking lame i probably look spooky like this i forgot i'm in the outfit <laughs> uh new episode and guys you're gonna want this guest on your couch everywhere consensually please welcome the returning tulsa's premier trash clown the one the only my dear friend and the chip baskets to my what's his mom's name christine christine baskets <laughs> the one and only little miss mg <laughs> Hello, happy to be back. I'm still trying to be in character. I was like, "Chap!" Then I there's no way I can be in character as Zach Galifianakis. Like, I can't even do it. I I was trying to do an impression on the way over here, and I I can't. Like, all I have is Martha. Like, shut up, Martha. That's and pretty good. I, what did I say earlier? Um, I am a clone. <laughs> this is like, and this is a very obscure show to pick to dress up as. But we planned this in February. Yeah, for those that don't know, like she was, you're on my officially. I think my second or third episode. That was your second episode. You were my second episode ever. What episode is this? Oh, it's uh, Halloween. We yeah. won't know yet. Ha Halloween. This will probably be like episode uh, forty-two or three or four. I'm not sure. I'm afraid we need to use math. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I hope it's 44. That's my magic number. Uh, we'll see. What comes out next week? So I'm hurrying the editing. <laughs> gotcha. But uh, yeah, we planned this back when we first did your podcast episode. Mm -hmm. And we talked about doing a Baskets Halloween episode. Yes. Because uh, it's one of the best, most underrated shows. I'm still ever. catching up on it. Like, I haven't finished it. I'm, 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 I'll be honest. Oh, you're I'm, doing I'm, your first round. Yeah. Oh, excellent. That's I, interesting. I, it was one of those shows where I never got around to watching it when I had uh, FX on a TV. See, I've seen it five rounds now. It, yeah. It's such a brilliant show. So where, where, how far are you? I'm not very far. I'm, they haven't even met the DJ brothers yet. Okay. Like where I'm just getting ready to get to oh, that episode. So you're, it is such a journey and it's, they, the fact that they did this beard is so uncomfortable. We're both committing so hard. I know. I know that that's uncomfortable. Yeah, this wig cap is this killing is me. So uncomfortable. <laughs> <sighs> but like, we joked off camera that this wig cap looks like a fucking like condom with a reservoir yeah. tip on top of my fucking head. I can feel it prying. We, we can feel the pain of each other's gender right yeah. now. Yeah. This is where. <laughs> this is how we come together. 
right now over me something. Um, so if you haven't seen the show, you should. It's Zach Galifianakis, and um, it was created by him and um, Louis C.K. Louis C.K., yeah. And it's just four seasons, and they meant for it to be four seasons. And, like, it's about Zach Galifianakis as a – he studied clowning in France, and then he comes back and is a rodeo clown. His mother, Christine, is played by the late, great freaking icon, uh, Louis Anderson. May he rest in peace. And um, and Costco is heavenly, yes. or heavily. Yes, but it's such a fucking brilliant show. <laughs> Product placed in that show. Yes. Oh God. The yeah. show revolves around fucking Costco. Yes. Just made my weekly run to Costco. Tropical mango, dragon fruit, strawberry mango fever. That's brand new. Costco. Costco. He's, like Louis is so like Louis Anderson is brilliant who i am portraying today yeah because that's where i was like i was like we have to do i don't even know how we came i think we were just talking about shows you're too into this i I have a feeling oh my gosh i I have a feeling you're just gonna like stay in this like the rest of the day like after i leave (laughs) i can pick up my kids go pick up your kids (laughs) (laughs) please pick up your children the best part is i went like kids nobody knows this show Nobody. Hey, nobody knows the show. I got- you know the show like like this is gonna be your lowest rated episode. Like that's <laughs> like no one's gonna watch this one because no one knows and it's sad. But also, I like it. Yeah, I like having it to myself. I know. I don't want to share. I don't I, want anything to get like the, Taylor Swift. The like, thumbnail possibly. is gonna be hilarious right. on YouTube. People are gonna be like, which one of those faces is photoshopped the most? Right. <laughs> and neither one. Neither one. This is practical effects, y'all. Yeah. Practical. <laughs> <laughs> and oh also god. oh my god the wig's sl- slipping yeah oh shit it doesn't want to stay on also just like triggering my tism like my uh my sensory <laughs> stuff like I, i'm honestly thinking about like on camera just i know on a beard <laughs> i can feel this slipping like <laughs> like the sheets slipping yeah. down so as i'm putting this on like what it what like what are your thoughts on the show so far i like it the the problem i have and the reason i can't binge it is it hits that part of comedy that cringe humor mm-hmm. here put it on to me so i can see my face there that, we go. that like embarrassment humor the cringe yeah and it makes me want to like like that feeling yeah, yeah, yeah and so when i when i'm high or something it's it's literally like the one thing that will keep you keep me from binging like i have to take mm-hmm. it in doses because like it's so awkward humor that I'm just like, and it's like it after is, a bit, a I'm like, a lot of it's painful. A lot of yeah, it, a lot of it spikes my anxiety. Yes, yeah, and it's like one of those things where I had to take it in doses. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I, it's not a binging one. No, you can't binge it, and also it gets really dark and it gets heavy. It gets like hilarious, and then like you're crying at the end of the episode, and then you're laughing again. It's like, yeah. what the fuck is this show? Like, it's like we talked off camera, like how I'm playing Spider Man Two right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Fucking, that for those that play games, the Howard episode, you know, the p- p- pigeon episode or pigeon dimension. Oh my God. I was devastated after playing this fucking side mission on this fucking superhero game. I'm fucking about to ball my eyes out. And then I added this song to my Spotify playlist. Now, every time I hear it, I'm like, <laughs> this episode of unloading me is not brought to you by your favorite local dispensary who could be sponsoring this episode. Hey, local dispensaries. I love this bong. This cartridge and pin. Ooh. This new cartridge I haven't opened yet. What's that? What? 
this ad's for non-smoking. They don't want drug use in this ad. Oh. What was I saying? I'm high as fuck. That thing on. Are you? Whoa. I was going to say, I was like, we might lose them if we keep talking about baskets. It's just, it's a great dark comedy with like real shit. And it's beautifully acted. But it's not for everybody, and that's okay. That's one of the things I love about it. I had never watched these movies, The NeverEnding Story. I never watched them. I have a love-hate relationship with it. Like, I think it's terrifying in a lot of ways. But yeah. I, was, I was scared of a lot of things. Um, but, like, I wanted Falcor to be real so bad. The, the dra- it, it fits that. What is it about 80s and 90s movies? Like, there's that, like, period of, like, late 80s early 90s movies i would throw like the ninja turtles in there mm-hmm. and a couple other live action movies where like as the sequels went on they got drastically poorer in quality like lower budgets and just like shittier like oh my god even the whole cast is different um never any story is just one of those mm-hmm. the entire cast- there's a lot of genres that fit that where you just see the quality go down and down, Sorry, and down. it's like hair's getting just... my nose and stuff oh yeah oh do you think you could do it the whole episode? I can do it. It's just it's itching my nose. So now I'm just like went from baskets to a hobo clown. <laughs> it works. It looks like I borrowed your hair. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I definitely had more hair the last time. Yeah. It was yeah. like right before you did your haircut. It was right before I shaved it off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving bald life. It's it's fun. I this is too long right now. Like I I need to I kind of I try to shave it every two weeks. Yeah, I need to shave my sides. I mean, that's how I feel. Like, um, the biggest reason that like I didn't grow my hair back out because like high school, like senior year, I had long hair. And I told you off camera, like on the way here, like uh, I had long blonde hair, so I was like a Christmas Family Guy. Mm. So that's why I never grew back out. But also, it's hard for me to grow anything out because I can't stand shit on my ears. Yeah. So like every time I would get long and start getting mm. to that point where I can't do anything with it, I would always shit cut. Right. So the idea was I always did in mohawks. I, I had mohawks almost most of my adult life. And then now I have the the ponytail one, and I keep I shave. So like this right mm-hmm. here is already like, yeah. But and like my sensory issues are getting worse and worse as I get older. That's why like I had to take that beard off and the hat, and like, you know, this definitely helps. Yeah, I yeah. feel oh, totally good now. Yeah, and uh, purple purple monkey balls. Purple monkey balls. Shout out to Humble Dispensary for the free purple purple monkey balls flower. Brought yeah. to you by, and I was just like, of course I picked based on the word. I had to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, and I was looking at the Terps because Terps really help with my pain. Like, holy moly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I uh, Real talk, I went to the doctor yesterday. Like, I mean, I'm trying to lose weight and stuff. I'm, I'm right. like, uh, just trying to be healthy because I'm, I'm in pain so much now, especially from my car wreck and stuff. Yeah. And uh, just trying to go through it. And I was like, hey, I want to go to the doctor and talk about weight loss. What, what are my options? Like, you know, like medicine and stuff like that. Austin basically being told, yeah, we have nothing for you. Yeah. Like yeah, you're just fucked. Like <laughs> you're too fat to help. Yeah, and it's like it's like you're too fat, but you're not diabetic yet. <laughs> it's like, but we can't do anything until you're diabetic, and then when you're diabetic, you're just fucked. Here's a uh, here here's a unpopular opinion. Actually, I don't know if it's unpopular, but it's what do they call it? Like a hot, like a hot butt or hot take? Yeah. Um, question. Like, are are you going to be one of those people who? 
I, I like I you're you're gonna be honest and be like, yeah, I did this fucking surgery, and I, yeah. you'll probably have a whole ass story from it, yeah. and make it into a bit. But you you do, you don't seem like the type because like it really, I just kind of giggle at the people who, and there's nothing wrong with getting surgery, like yeah, it, like I, you do you. But when people like lie about it, like are they they omit that information yeah. and they pretend like they put like this is what hard work does, and you see the before and after pictures, I'm like, I know your little secret, yeah. <laughs> like and it's just like, can you just own up to it? And I know some like a lot of it's both too, yeah. and also there are so many people who have had the surgeries and they didn't deal with the reason why they were having eating issues yeah. or whatever, and they turned out their stuff like alcoholism, like it's very common. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, this is not the rabbit hole I expected to go. It's like, well, let's go into psychology and addiction. <laughs> it's a spooky Halloween it's spooky episode. spooky Halloween. Dealing with fat and shame. <laughs> after this next, after the, the next break, we'll talk about family generational trauma. <laughs> next, we'll talk about CRT so we can make this episode really scary for publicans. <laughs> I don't know what CRG is. CRT. Um, oh, critical race theory? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I'm okay, so okay, high, gotcha. I can't remember that gotcha. acronym. Who's your favorite superhero? Who's my favorite superhero? Yeah. Uh, Wolverine. I got my whole display. I know that was the first one I I admired when I was here. A lot of people assume Batman because I do love like Batman. I love yeah. the Batman universe. I love Gotham City. I love, but Batman's not my favorite. Nor is he the best, you know. And like, yeah, I wear his brand a lot, but Wolverine's my favorite. Wolverine has my heart, and I'm very, very, very excited that um Hugh Jackman's back. I know if they can get the actor strike over, it's already been delayed again. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the strike's still going. I thought it was done. The writers one is, but not the, the actors one. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's insane how much I haven't followed that because, like, if if it's not in my inner circle, yeah, it's not in my mind. That's just how my brain is. Well, we talked. To, I had uh, Eric Nolson here. That's kind of explaining to him like what the big deal with the extras is. Like uh, the extras thing is very curious. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've read a little bit. Like, like I'm not completely in the dark. Like but... for the 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 um. Basically, they'll like basically photo scan you. You know, that... is this about AI? No, not really. I read about that. Well, okay. kind of, but like ba- basically, the, the re- one of the things is the ex- you know extras in movies and TV yeah, shows. Yeah. Right? It's a paid gig, and you get residuals yeah. from that whenever you like you know the shows get picked up in syndication stuff like that. You'll get a check. That's how you get paid for like, your life, right? Is you're an extra in like a famous movie or something takes off, right? Right. They're kind of wanting to eliminate that. So what they're wanting to do before the strike went on was get extras to come into a day's work and they scan you digitally and then just have you digitally and they can place you wherever they want in whatever movie and stuff they want and they sign your likeness away and they pay you just for that one day of shooting and then they own that likeness. And then you don't have to have a an extra anymore. And you don't get any residuals because you weren't actually filmed that day. The yeah. actor who played... Um... Oh my gosh! Who was like in in the the OG like Power Rangers? Mm-hmm. Z- was it Zordon? Yeah, that actor who played him. Yeah, you know the big floating head that we see in every fucking episode. Yeah, that actor only got paid like you could probably Google it. He didn't get paid a big amount. Yeah, filmed in front of for big screen. That's it. Yeah, and he makes his money from like he's he jumps on yeah. the convention. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. so like he's a um he's in the oh yeah I see him, but he's in the that actor's in the convention syndication. And I'm gonna be honest, like one of my weird things is like, you know, like with doing comedy and drag and like burlesque and all that stuff. Like I you know, and I think I've talked about this before that I've I have no interest to be famous. Yeah, I thought I did at one point. I I fantasized about it as a kid because I was always into you know movies and such. 
but like I know myself I know I would hate it I just like I like my privacy too much I like my like I've already lost some you know um what was I gonna say anonymity yeah I lost some of the wallflower you know ness of you know but 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 a really cool fun gig I think would be on the convention like circuit yeah. I can see why people do it. Yeah. And sometimes it gets like, you know, it's it goes from like comic book stuff to like a, you know, and and you know, anime and then um and then like <laughs> you'll have like I went to a Comic-Con once where like Joey Fatone from Insync and like <laughs> and Henry Winkler were there and they were in the same row. What the going, fuck? I was like, what the fuck is this? I was dressed up like Carol from The Walking Dead. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, cosplaying as her. I'm just instantly thinking somebody has been shown and those are our two walkers that are behind her. <laughs> yeah. No, and like I met both of them and I actually like, I love telling the story about Henry Winkler because like I use this as like, you know, when you play like two truths and a lie. I have a lot of weird celebrity stories. Yeah. And it's so fun. Like, um, oh my gosh, but yeah, Henry Winkler. <laughs> I accidentally tripped him at Comic Con. <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I was with my friend Catherine. Shout out, Catherine. I love you. Um, but we're, um, She's in line to like I pretty much tagged along with her. She was paying for autographs and so I'm like I can't fucking afford that shit, but I'm tagging along with her, and she was so kind enough to like let me take pictures with her and stuff and the whoever we were meeting and um and then she meant a lot on her own that I like didn't know who these people were. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of, a lot of times it comes like who the fuck is this person? Like there's these people like in like like at a totally different convention where it was like a huge ass line for this like like who's this it's like oh this is the chick from the cw show no 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 like some show yeah. i didn't know i'm like why is it what the hell and like next to her was kane hoder yeah i don't know if it's pronounced hoder or hotter i get out i get names either I've been, way i don't know who did it yeah i've been about. like mispronouncing brendan fraser forever i thought it was fraser it's brendan fraser oh and i just found that out like a few months ago Oh. And I've loved that man it's forever. Like Kristen Dunst or Kirsten Dunst. Either way, I right. hate Anyway, so like uh, <laughs> Kane, who played, you know, uh, he was one of the actors who played uh, Jason in the Friday the 13th series. Like, no one was in his line. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Nobody knows who he is. I, right. I don't know the name. Right. But then like horror fanatics, yeah. you know, and this is good for the Halloween episode. Um know who that dude is yeah and i was like and i remember that time for that convention i was dressed up i did you know me I, I like to do concept shit you know so i was like oh i'm gonna cosplay as lucille from um from the walking dead lucille is the bat yeah that negan that's negan's weapon i was like i'm gonna be like a human version of that so i got this brown dress it's a very conceptual thing <laughs> no there's barbed wire piece of shit Yes, like I, I did barbed wire around my fucking head. I did barbed wire around my body. I had like Glenn's eye hanging off of me. Spoiler alert, you had like 15 years. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like bloody, I like I I did special effects makeup that like cut my face and stuff. 
Damn. And like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like, no one knew who the fuck I was except yeah. like when I explained it. Some people were like, "Okay, I get it." If they were yeah. Walking Dead people, but like, um, yeah, my best friend was dressed up like Shira, like the or sh- is it Shiva or Shira? I haven't watched Walking Dead in forever. The 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 big tiger. Shiva. Shiva, the big you know King Ezekiel's tiger. Yeah. Um, she dressed up like that. Like that was our our little costume. But anyway, so um. So I'm dressed like that. We're dressed like that when I see like freaking Jason for he's over there sitting. And I'm like, and of course I don't, I, I had no money with me to like pay for selfies or autographs, whatever. And like Parmary doesn't believe in that, you know, whatever. I just, I have this whole spiel about, cause I, <laughs> it's like, I, I view autographs the way, same way I view diamonds. I think that's all bullshit. <laughs> like It's like, Hey, this is like, and I, I get it to a degree like this stuff is meaningful because the, you know, all of us. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I think it's weird to get online to be like, oh, I, like, hey, I bought this thing that was signed by Elvis Presley. <coughs> you know, and it's like, yeah, that's cool. But it's just like, I see them, but then like, I, I don't know. I was like, I, I would never pay for an autograph. You know, like if it's an experience, like I've met people, like guys from the Impractical Jokers, like that show, like I have a dollar signed yeah. by them. And I think that's cool. And it's just, uh, you know. Well, like, I, like wrestling wise, like I have two autographs over there for wrestling. Mm-hmm. I have like from the two shows I went to. Like I went, and I love CM Punk. I don't know if you know that name. Uh, he's from WWE and now AEW. Then he mm-hmm. basically got fired from both. Um, he's kind of con- he's the guy that's like he's the definition of a Chappelle skit. That's like when keeping it real goes wrong, or when you keep mm. when you keep it real too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like the straight edge punk from Chicago, and like if you fucking do anything, he's like you want to fight, you want to settle it right now. He's that kind of abrasive dude now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it led to him getting fired from a multi-million dollar deal um, after selling out Wembley Stadium with 81,000 people. Well, Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I have his autograph because they went to Tulsa when he was in WWE, and I have his autograph of a picture. It's behind that, that mm-hmm. thing. But that match stands out because it's the match where he was sick, and he didn't want to wrestle, and they made him to anyway because he had the flu, and he shit his pants in the ring. <laughs> the poster for that night when you see, was... and that's fantastic because you have that story behind yeah. it. Yeah, you know, but just like there's a really weird icky thing when yeah. you like see those shady ass kiosks in the mall that have like, oh, look at this signed. When you know it's yeah. not signed, but people are stupid and they think it's signed by Elvis. Well, I mean, it's even going it's the, like four hundred dollars, and it's just like, Bleh. like it's and so you know, icky. it's just from scalpers. It's just from people like. Oh, uh, scalpers can eat my dick. Oh, yeah. I think they're awful. They're like right there with a uh, paparazzi. Well, like um, I was going to tell you with AEW, like there's some guys, the guys, two of the people that made that company called the Young Bucks. They were like indie mm-hmm. wrestlers, and they travel worldwide. They have a blog called Being the Elite. They travel. They do a traveling vlog, and uh, they have a famous thing now called like they do an autograph sig, mm-hmm. or uh, what's it called, uh, airport sigs. Because there's people that that are so much like paparazzi and like uh what's it called scalpers that they'll just line up at the airports and they know when they're going to be in the towns and they'll just be waiting at the airports can you sign this can you sign this can you sign this can you sign this right when they get off the flights it just happens with celebrities yeah and so they've turned it into this bit where they're like oh if this happens we're going to film it on our travel vlog and we're going to give you shitty sigs and then if people actually pay for our sigs or they meet us on in person are actually good people and they're not going to sell them on ebay and shit mm-hmm. we do an actual signature so you can tell mm-hmm. the difference and they're starting to create this culture like, fuck you guys. That's beautiful. Yeah. So they create shitty signatures mm-hmm. on that. So if you see it on eBay and stuff, it's bad ones. Mm-hmm. I heard that Snoop Dogg um, like only gives autographs to children now. Like for something similar. Oh, a lot of celebrities will only do pictures. 
They don't need yeah. signatures. And like Bill Murray would do that. Bill Murray won't do pictures or words. He'll do like a story kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, or I think he did like a voicemail once. Mm-hmm. Like people said like he'll like record a voicemail with you or something like that. Like, hey, this is Bill Murray. You know, I'm talking to your friend or whatever. I have a voicemail from a from a Comic Con I couldn't go to, and my friend it was uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, um, who's been in a lot of stuff. But um, he's, uh, um, 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 but Boondock Saints Boondock Saints in particular, yeah. it's one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies. This like marijuana affects your memory. <laughs> no, like f- fucking. Um, Speaking of. Oh, I will finish the story of Henry Winkler. That's yeah. how we'll end this episode. I'm going to finish the story of Henry Winkler. But did you like, just see what I just did? On, I literally went like this. I went, no, I went. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Christine. <laughs> I'm going to get a new bong at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Boondock Saints, such a silly movie. We yeah. love, I, we watch it every St. Patrick's Day. Like, it's a really pretty shitty movie but it's just like it's something i've loved Fucking since Willem i was defoe makes so many memes or gifts oh, out of I know. That and like willem defoe is like one of those like he is precious in my heart like he's yeah. american treasure he is like he's fantastic the well, biggest but- travesty ever was they made him as green goblin and i was like that's the greatest casting ever as green goblin and then they covered up his face with a fucking power oh, I know. mask yeah they gave him a power I was like, mask you had willem defoe's real face the most expressive face you in could Hollywood. have done wonders with like okay remember how cool jim carrey looked as the grinch did you ever see the mock-ups of uh willem dafoe as the joker yes i have and they look fucking mm-hmm. fantastic mm-hmm. the other one that i thought was great was uh they had uh i think well, he'd a great older joker you would make a great older joker continue with your story though i'm sorry we're going on a tangent um oh, yeah. oh, we're going on a tangent <laughs> like not us sorry gotta go casco later <laughs> casco um <laughs> well, yeah, we'll mumble about Costco when we get off track. Um, you're but. Sean Patrick Flint. Uh, yes, uh, Boondock Saints. Like, it's such a silly movie. It's stupid. Willem Dafoe is lovely in it. Um, it was kind of like li- this in some parts. Yeah, li- little baby Norman Reedus before he made a Walking Dead fame. Um, he's very expensive to see at cons. He's always the one in the corner. He's like the one who kind of gives the least fucks about everybody. I'm going to say it like, it's, it's not like he's going to see this. <laughs> and if he does, who gives a shit? Like I, you know, Hi. Great, great actor, Norman Reese, but go ride your motorcycle cross fuck on the U S yeah, I don't know. I like, but he's always the more, more expensive one. And I went to, I had the pleasure of going to Walker stalker, which is a walking dead, you know, convention and that it sounds was so like it comes with a built-in restraining order <laughs> walker stalker <laughs> but like anyway, but like that was just walking dead and like um and i fucking love the walking dead series even though like okay so like baskets was four seasons right yeah. and it's you'll see why like it, it's shit like that's why breaking bad's one of the best shows ever it was six seasons it was supposed to be yeah um, Walk, walking dead went way too long you t- brought up hinlin winkler have you watched barry yet I have not. It's on my list, though. But Please. Right, it's r- four seasons that it's perfect. I know. Okay, so it is a short one. It's four seasons every uh, okay. 30 minute episodes. There's, right. like, there's like eight episodes a season. So it's like you can finish it in a weekend. It's See, quick. See, and I think about the British. Like, the British know what they're doing with series. That's why, yeah. like, I love Sherlock, the Sherlock series. But, like, they're many, you know, miniseries. Like, we have a good American miniseries as well, but, like... I don't know, people dragging on, like, I hate what's happened to the Walking Dead universe. It makes well, me sad, because um, I love the Walking Dead so much. It started out so good. Well, we talked about great FX shows like Baskets. Um, another show that mm. was the great on FX was um, uh, Fargo, the TV adaptation of Fargo. 
I never um, watched it. It's fantastic. Like, really good. And mm-hmm. it's really early. Like, I think the first season was, like, around the first season of American Horror Story. You know, the very early FX stuff. Mm. Well, not early, early, but, like, you know, when the FX started having this renaissance of fucking, like, dramas. And uh, one of the things that they talked about was, like, in America, you're starting to see this, like, t- trend from movies, like, big celebrities and actors going from movies to TV because they were doing these anthologies or short series and it allowed them to do it in short schedules. Yeah. So you can get these big celebrities. Like the first season of Fargo has Billy Bob Thornton and Martin Freeman. Yeah. yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, how the fuck did you get those two? Right. And it has Bob Odenkirk in the middle of Better Call Saul. Yeah. Um, like or in the middle of Breaking Bad. That's, I'm sorry. That's why, like you know, American Horror Story is able yeah. to get such big names because they book them in limited roles mm-hmm. and for like a brief spot, and they just use them wisely on timing, and it, it basically mm-hmm. revolutionized how Hollywood booked people, and yeah. it kind of just started seeing this trend of everybody doing these big budget, short form like series, and like every season like they're doing different casts and stuff like that. And it just led to bigger names being able to do on TV now. It kind of just changed the game a lot. Yeah. Um, around that time period. Yeah. And yeah, I love those shows. And I'm yeah, I'm just going on tangents again. But Henry Winkler, I'll bring that up. Is like Barry is one of those. That's on my list because right now, like, my brain gets a certain way where I can't watch anything new. Yeah, and it sucks because there's so many new horror movies I want to watch. Like I'm on a horror movie binge because it's spooky season. But I'm just rewatching shit. Yeah, and also watching things that are kind of like lame that I. You want that nostalgia tick, kind of like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah, and then like um, but Barry's on my list. It's like I can't take anything. Like I watched a couple of new stuff, and then I was like, okay, went back to Netflix, and I'm restarting Big Mouth. I adore that show. I need to see. I, I haven't oh. finished it. I suck at finishing series. I get bored of series, and then or like I legit forget about them. Again, like I mentioned earlier, like I'm very out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. If like Big Mouth's you know. that weird show, it's like they even talk about it on comment. Like it's like who's this made for? Because it's like as a parent. I want to be able to show this show to my kids because it perfectly like, explains like mm-hmm. puberty and like sex and like getting your first period and erections in school and like mm-hmm. sexuality it's and like such a smart show. Yeah, it's so clever it's and it's so hilarious clever and stupid at the same time. Like it's so pivotal to me now. Like my next tattoos are characters from that show. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I had never really explained something explained to me in like a show what depression and anxiety was to people that don't have it. Until they got to the episode and one of the kids has a depression kitty. Depression kitty is brilliant. Yes. I remember, like, I was like, okay, this is, and the anxi- this is so fucking The smart. anxiety mosquitoes per- portrayed by Maria Bamford, mm-hmm. which is fucking genius right. casting. She's right. just flying around their ears and stuff. Oh, no. Oh, oh, your other friends hate you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. She's just doing her, you know, Maria Bamford, you know, we're on Zach right. Galvin, I can But yeah, um, I love those portrayals. I want to get a, I want to get a, uh, depression kitty tattoo because mm-hmm. also I'm allergic to cats, so I thought the symbolism was kind of cool. I like I like that something that's gonna be in my sleeve. I want to get and also like I have lived my life. I'm very I've talked about it with my my trauma and my you know therapy. I'm a shame driven individual, so mm-hmm. I want the shame wizard. I want the shame wizard tattooed on me. Mm-hmm. I love. I, I that. haven't I haven't gotten to the shame wizard yet. Oh, it's portrayed. Um, he's British. It's um the guy from Mad Men or um. David Thules or whatever I can't remember his name. He's a British actor. Mm. Remember, if you can see their bodies, they can see yours. Oh, shit, you're back. Well, I couldn't miss the opportunity to leer at children in their bathing suits. Ew. Yummy, yummy. What in the fuck? Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm rusty. The shame is what I find yummy. The children look bad, bad, not sexy. No, uh, let me start. Uh, like uh, he just praises this creepy 
British, like, just the shame wizard. It, it, it's, it's creepy. Mm. It, it makes everybody depressed and shit. And he works in tangent it. with the, the depression of Kitty and the anxiety. Mm. See, I'm loving, I'm loving this era of dark comedy. Yeah. I'm loving it. And like, that's, oh, that's the dream. I would love to make a show with oh, just a group of my comedy friends where we just make a series and like have a killer, you know, like, okay. And then like, there's, okay. Freaking always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. My favorite show of all time. Um, how the fuck is it still going strong with 15, so, um, 15 or 16 seasons? Like, it's still so fresh. I mean, in all honesty, if you really like this show, Unloading Meat, you will reach out to your favorite DoorDash or Uber Eats company and tell them to sponsor the show. Because it's kind of like a Mr. B situation where I spend so much fucking money on food being a fat ass that if they were to sponsor the show, somehow that money would go directly back into the show. In a weird way, so yeah, get us a sponsorship. Now back to the show. Also, we need to. Um, I'm decided I'm going to wait to see the Killer Flowers movie until Go Theater gets it. It's going to be a while. Yeah, yeah I, heard I, it. I saw their post. Yeah, but I I think a bunch of comics and like local people in solidarity should like, Oh yeah. I'll, yeah. Or like I'll, some, I'm sure some people will come watch it again. Yeah. You know, whatever. Like if you're invited to come watch it again or come wait and see, my it parents went time. and watched it, uh, opening night or next night or whatever, mm -hmm. Saturday, last Saturday. And like with the end of your four hour movie. And that's what I heard. It's long. They're like, they went there with all their, and they're older people. And they're like, we're there and we're all crammed in there because it's all, almost sold out and we all have to pee, but we're like, we don't want to miss any of this because it's an important movie. Mm -hmm. And like, we're trying to like, you know, we have to pee. <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. they held it, but like, yeah, they're like, God damn, this is a movie where you don't really want to miss anything. Mm -hmm. But it's like, they said, a, I don't know. Then I will, in that case, I will wait till to stream it, but I will sponsor someone in the comedy scene. Yeah. Go see it. Like I hope, like, I haven't watched it personally, so I'm not going to comment on it. They said they felt like it could have been like smidged edited longer. Should it could have been a little bit shorter. Mm. Um, I felt that way about his last movie. What was it called? The fucking the what was the movie on Netflix? Um, Irish. The Irishman. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, I, I watched it in like multiple settings because of that because it, it's long. Like and it's kind of one of those things um, where it's like sometimes you need to restrain some of these people that get so high that they kind of have an unlimited budget they can do whatever they want. You need those restraints to to, to reel in the creativity a little bit. Sometimes you can go too mm -hmm. much. Oh uh, yeah, and like the Irishman, I'm like, man, you could have done some a lot more impressive editing on this and saved a lot of the budget from the CGI and shit like this. You mm -hmm. should have saved millions if you just like trimmed out 30 minutes of this, mm -hmm. and it would have been a more concise, co cohesive movie. Because mm -hmm. yeah, even watching it now, I had multiple parts. I'm like, this, it's, I don't know, it's it was kind of boring in a lot of parts. I was like, I like to watch like. You know, like I, I've, I've always loved like, like DVD behind the scenes, yeah, stuff. Like I was like, what's all the special features? Like that's what I would get most excited yeah. about. With, do, do you remember DVDs? Yeah, um, I still have like my DVDs, like in a book thing. Like I don't even like have a Blu-ray player. I have a few DVDs. I'm like, like, like so, um, this one, just from Jeff Thompson. DVD. Jeff Thompson got me a figure. Oh, cool! This is from Reservoir. This is Reservoir. Dogs. See, I love little collector things like that. Like I have a collector's Wizard of Oz thing. It's an actual, actual gas can from Reservoir. You know, you yeah, yeah. the cop. And then the DVD is matches. Oh, shut the front door! That is so see. cute. That see, cool? I love collector shit like that. Like yeah. I love VHS. I love horror VHSs. Like horror has to. I know you're not a big horror fan, but yeah. like horror on VHSs. I, lo I love just, horrors, but you know, <laughs> so, I mean, same horrors and horror. I am one. Yes, Costco. Um. <laughs> Costco. But oh, we're we're back. Yeah, I guess we <laughs> took a break to talk about secrets. Um. But no, I'll say um, DVDs. 
Yes. I need to find it again. Like I want this so bad. And I'll probably put this in there. Do you remember for horror movies too? One of the few movies that I really enjoy. Not Final Destination 1, which is all right. It's good. Not Final Destination 2, which still gives me nightmares because of the fucking logs. I still drive because differently because of I think Final Destination 2. That's the next 2. one I'm going to binge. Oh. I'm going to I'm going to binge that series. Final Destination 3D. Please, if you've never seen it, it is a piece of shit movie. But watch it on DVD exclusively because it has the coolest theme. They did a fucking make your own, like, choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. Choose your own adventure movie style on this movie. And they have multiple endings, multiple paths for every character. So this movie just has, like. On DVD or just, ha- just on DVD? Just on DVD. Okay. So um, that's impossible in the theater. No, it's not impossible. Yeah, in theater they had the 3D. You know, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Avatar 3, so everything's 3D now. Right. And it looked like shit. So they're like, okay, well, well, what can we do on DVD to make it exclusive? Because it's, it's a 3D movie that you can't really watch on home 3D. So they're like, well, let's do Choose Your Own Adventure. And they filmed all this extra content. And it's amazing. You can choose how people die if they dodge left, if they dodge right. And that chooses if they actually lived or died. And it alters the entire course of the story. That's so cool. It's amazing. And it makes the movie so much better. Oh, my goodness. And you can't find it. If you watch it on digital, it's just a regular movie cut. Right. Like, there's not that anymore. So um, basically, you just got to find. It's kind of like, um, remember Clue? Yes. Clue has the different endings. Yes. And you could have the different endings on VHS. Mm-hmm. You could re- re- Back in the day, you could rewind or fast mm-hmm. forward to the right part and choose your ending. I love learning about like film um, gimmicks. Like Easter eggs and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like gimmicks. Like, 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 like Vincent Price had a lot of gimmicks in his movies. <laughs> what the fuck? I hit a soundboard. I hit the wrong one. I was going to do. Ha! <laughs> Gay! <laughs> what was that a reaction to? I don't know. Uh, gotcha. Uh, Costco, yeah, um, Costco, but that's <laughs> so accurate. <laughs> I feel like I'm looking at Louis himself. Earlier, he had a uh, um, tootsie roll like gap <laughs> on my teeth, but like it fell out. Yeah, but <laughs> it kind of melted away because it was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm there dressed up as you know. Oh wait, where was I then? You were the okay, Negan was... bat. No, no, that's when I met. Um, Oh, yeah, I can finish that story and then the Henry Winkler story. Okay. That's when I met Jason from Friday the 13th. And I was like, I just want to come say hi. You know, I can't really, uh, like, afford, you know. Oh, yeah, because I went to the rabbit hole and bet autographs. Yeah. Anyway. Jankies. And then, and then he saw my... <laughs> Jankies! And then he <laughs> saw my um my scar makeup. And he was like, because I, I love doing special effects makeup. And he was like, oh, that's did you do that yourself? I'm like, yeah. And, like, my friend got a picture of him, like, you know. And, like, do you still, like, put, like, I could send it to you and we can put it up. Yeah. But like um, of him, like touching my 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 scar makeup and stuff. And then like we took a picture together and he was such a cool dude and like sat and talked with him for a bit. And it's just like, again, it's like, oh, this bitch from the CW show. blah blah blah. It's like, <sighs> but you know what? Like, I love that little moment I had with him. It was yeah. so cool. And then Henry Winkler. So my friend Catherine and I, she wanted to go. She's a big fan of Happy Days. And she got a, a you know, you could buy an eight by ten. She bought a Fonzie one. And um, he was taking his time with like every single person good it was really sweet but then i was just like what's henry winkler doing here yeah. it's just like it's just so out of place and again like joey fatone how long like, ago was this like how many years ago was this uh let's see like what era henry winkler would this be um pre-berry pre-berry definitely pre-berry this okay, was so, back in 2016 or 2017 oh god yes yeah. so they're like post berry those tickets or those autographs have been like it's gonna be a different echelon now mm-hmm. like, he's gonna be a different circuit probably 
Henry Winkler probably I if he's like, doing if he's doing those at all because like he oh, got paid have... big from Barry, and like it's a he it's, just kind of reinvents himself throughout the yeah. all uh, of them. Like please watch that because like that is like the definitive Henry Winkler. Like it is breathtaking his his acting chops in that movie mm-hmm. or that that's, film. That's or a that, dark that comedy show. too. Yeah, uh, it, I love. Dark it is a right now. dark comedy. So it's a dark comedy that has hints of action and that turns into like just this really really dark dark comedy like it goes down a rabbit hole like basket bill hater is an excellent actor both comedic and like he's like yes he's his acting is so good in it chapter two um as adult richie yeah he's so good as adult richie both in his comedic and his dramatic acting well there's even like, like he's one of the best ones there's even whole videos on youtube that i even like, so people that are like trying to like, get on into like you know stage performance and stuff like we do um bill hater there's even whole youtube videos that people are like just dissecting his uh facial performances because in Barry exclusively or Barry especially there's whole scenes in that show that there's nothing going on there's no dialogue it is silent you're just watching the characters express their emotions just facials mm-hmm. and he has such an expressive face with his eyebrows and stuff like that yeah. and he uses it so well like I said there's so there's so many breakdowns you can see nuanced performances just like all these emotional mm-hmm. range that it's written in this dialogue mm-hmm. it's so impressive um yeah. yeah like i highly recommend watching barry it that's is on max right it's on max okay cool cool, cool. fucking breathtaking show and like the the ma- the action is like john wick level like when it gets good it's fucking good mm-hmm. um the cinematography is amazing like it's just it's a master class show like i would put it up there with breaking bad awesome like in the, but it's yeah. shorter it's 30 minute episodes wow yeah it's 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 good see and that's where yeah, because when it gets to like, and that's where like the like Walking Dead, it just got lazy. The writing got lazy. Yeah, some of the I was still invested in the freaking characters and the lore, and I'm a soci- sociology nerd, so I love yeah. learning about like you know like seeing the little things they do to like oh they're crushing up corn to make ethanol and like you know oh they break into this museum to get this you know covered wagon and like when they turn minivans into covered wagon like I nerd out about that shit. Yeah. but it just like it should have ended. Walking Dead should have been. Yep, shorter. They started losing the main cast, and it's like you should have mm-hmm. just cut it short. Like, mm-hmm. like I kind—I'll be honest—I kind of gave up on the show after. Like, I knew Glenn and them were dying. Oh yeah. Like I had read the books, so I was mm-hmm. waiting for Negan to be introduced, and I was like, when he comes introduced, he's gonna kill I pr- Glenn. I predicted that Glenn. he was gonna do too. Yeah, and like it, yeah. when it happened, it happened, and then it was basically just turned into murder porn. Yeah. And it kind of just took me to that where it's like it was too extreme, where it just you lost me, and I kind of just gave yeah. up because. And honestly, the best thing... They lost thing, their creativity. Well, the best, worst thing about that show is it needed an after show just to deal with the fucking fallout because people's emotions were fucking... Like, after you watch it, you're like, I need a moment. Oh, my God, yeah. They needed Talking Dead and they needed Chris mm-hmm. Hardwick to fucking mm-hmm. have some brevity. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Yes. And just, like, really just help freaking, people deal with their shit. Yeah. Freaking Herschel, the Herschel episode. Oh. See, and that's another show where, like, I don't know if I would ever go back and rewatch it because, like, I don't really look forward it's to painful. watching it. There's so many episodes I can't watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, and then it's relatable and sh- and it's pretty real. Like, I know that zombies aren't real, but it's pretty realistic. It's like, well, this would happen because the thing is the zombies weren't, or the walkers weren't, yeah. they weren't the biggest threat. Yeah, they were a threat. Yeah. But they could handle that. It was humans yeah seeing humans yeah become monsters that's the whole point of the show and like that's real well that's what Rocket- all that shit's real and like and that goes back to being the sociology nerd of like the 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 fall of society and like the you know bringing it back up like if anything were to happen here yeah you know just like 
shit like that would happen. We would get Negan's. We would also get Rick's. We would yep. get Daryl's. You know, we would get these people that are like unassuming in this Especially world. Especially in Oklahoma. <laughs> oh my gosh. We would have so many unassuming men here, men and women and in betweenins and who in in that in like a situation like that would be the heroes would yeah. be the leaders i would not be one of them no. sarah buntane on her harley <laughs> yeah, like, there are those people sarah who, buntane would come through she's already got the haircut she's already haircut. She's and then you the have shotgun. the people who you would see the people who had everything built for them here and in the afterworld they have nothing and yeah. they have no skill and they would be you know like like that stuff's real and yeah, that's the stuff that scares me like that's why i learned little... young how to suck a, suck a mean dick <laughs> Right. Yeah. And I started early. Skills. Like, listen, I was a sexy nine year old and like just hey, you know, that's how comedians are made. Because I say that. Oh, I can I do that. that. I can do that when I'm uncomfortable. I can go. Oh gosh. Uh, oh, Henry Winkler. Yeah. Henry Winkler. So you tripped him. So I tripped him. But we were so we were in line. He was taking his time with everybody. And the way he was standing, he was you know, backing up, saying goodbye to the people. And then I was like backed into a corner because they had like the little gates. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, I have nowhere to go. I have nowhere to go. I have my little mini backpack on and I'm just like in a Batman shirt, yeah. stepping back. And then he hits my my boots and then kind of trips back. And the guy who was with him, like holds on to him. You know, he doesn't fall. Thank and I'm God. sitting here just like this. <laughs> you killed the fonts. And he turned around and, like, and I was like, I said, I'm sorry, Mr. Winkler. And then he, it was the cutest thing. He did this like disappointed dad look like, and then he, and then he smiled and he did this, like, come here, come here. And he gave me, he's like, what's your name? You know, and gave me a big old hug. And, and then you met my friend Catherine. And then, um, he was, I was like, well, how do you like Tulsa so far? And he's just like, you know what? It's, it's pretty great. My wife and I went to this restaurant last night. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. And like, you know, just talking to you, like he's your, like, like we were his buddies, you know. We took yeah. a picture with him. I'll have to like dig up, dig through the archives to get that one. Yeah, you gotta be careful with old folk, Missy. Don't you know that? Like, don't think it. Don't think it, the age is like sixty five percent porcelain. Like, imagine <laughs> if like he fell, fell and like broke his hip. Like, I would be that bitch oh. who broke Henry Winkler's hip, and he's one of like the beloveds. You know, like he's in the, yeah with Danny DeVito, Tim Curry, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart, Betty Ian White, McKellen, yeah. Betty White. Like he's in that. You know, it's fucking Henry Winkler. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would be that bitch. He didn't break anything jumping the shark. Literally. He coined the phrase jumping no, the shark. Trips over a fucking clown. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if I was dressed as a clown or dressed as Lucille that day. <laughs> no. No, that would have been terrible. Like, anytime I'm driving, this is why I'm going to wash my face after this. Yeah, me but too. But, like, um, usually I when I leave a gig and I'm in clown face driving home, I'm like, every time I'm in makeup, I'm like, this is how I die. <laughs> because I, I think about my sister having to come identify my body as a clown. Well, like, like going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> they judge me by looking Oh, God. Well, I go back to the fucking this shit and baskets. Like I, I go to Walmart and I'm buying the fucking wig and the, the cap, and everybody wants to know, oh, what are you gonna be for Halloween? Everybody's excited. The Walmart girls want to know what you mm. know, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be the mom from Baskets. I'm like, huh? what? Right? Nobody knows what the fuck You're it not is. gonna be Barbie. No. <laughs> like fuck you. Oh, I should have been Cowboy Barbie. No, cowboy everybody's Barbie. gonna be Cowboy Barbie. Everybody's uh, Cowboy Barbie. I know. I want to see some Jadas. Oh yeah. Here you go. Oh, God. 
Like you we'll end it. We'll end it with the condom. How about that? Yeah, this we'll is see. this is this is what a hairnet is. If you uh, or I'm excuse excuse me, a wig cap. Is that better? Hair back. Yep. Mm-hmm. So keep your hair back when you're wearing a wig, and it looks like a condom with a little. So this is what if you want to see Jada, this is what she looks like. Why did she leave Will? I'll never know. <laughs> fuck Jada. They, but fuck both of them. I'm yeah. sorry. And like Will Smith was one of my first crushes. Yeah. Like him and like um fucking Jeff Goldblum were it for me for a bit. Yeah. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Get it. Well, Can all get the it. girls well, all the girls at school, like Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I was like, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Thomas and it was in the gay. fly too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. the second half. <laughs> Missy, that explains so much. <laughs> That'll be my horror movie um, Halloween. Um, oh, let's let's give let's give horror recommendations. Like okay. what you should what you should watch. I always watch Halloween, the original. Okay. Um, Trick or Treat is uh, is a good one. Trick or Treat's a, like an old like a, it's a little cult following. Um, and just for that, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, watch The Fly, the original. Actually, no, there's an original, original. This is the remake, the '80s remake. So okay. those will be my, my. So um, I'm going to say a weird one that's not technically a horror movie. I guess it would be, but like watch them back to back would be um, House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Excellent Rejects. Choice. Excellent um, choice. I'm not the biggest horror guy, but like mm-hmm. I love those two movies back to back, and it's a cool story. Mm-hmm. Rob Zombie's a um, remake of Halloween is pretty solid. I like the first, the second. Oh my god! And I love what? Texas Chainsaw. Oh my god! Rob we'll wrap this up. Um, please, for the life of God, listen to Rob Zombie. I think it's on either Joe Rogan or Howie Mandel's podcast. One of them. Okay. He breaks down how much he fucking hated making those Halloween movies by how much the studio interfered and recut it and redid shit. Mm-hmm. And like how he didn't even want to come back for Halloween I'll probably, listen, I'll probably listen to it on the way home. It's so good, mm-hmm. and you could hear it. Like he's like, I had these ideas, and I had this stuff. And basically, it was like the idea of like, oh, just do whatever you want. We trust you. And then mm-hmm. he does it, and then like, well, I bet he would have made it even get grittier. Yeah, I know he would have. Um, and they're just like, make it like this, make it like this, make it like this. After he'd already redone, it's just like, and they, like, there's just the horror that like. They didn't want his like DP or his his uh, producer or somebody like that, so he fired. They said fire him and rehire somebody else, but he kept him hired and just kept him on set the entire time, mm-hmm. and just had him there as an extra just to pay him, and just so he could still keep working on the movie and doing his original vision. Like it was a nightmare mis- like thing they did. But yeah, highly yeah. recommend listening to that. Uh, well, the 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 damn man always gets in the way of the artists. Yep. So many productions that have been ruined. I know. Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Check your candy before you eat it. Yeah, stop by Costco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, guys, watch baskets. Uh, Tulsa's premier trash clown, Little Miss MG. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you for having me again. Where can everybody follow you, or they, they find you if they want to book the great Little Miss MG? Um, I need to. Uh, I'm supposed to have a Facebook artist page, a Little Miss, because like you know how much I Instagram. Hate media. You got Instagram. I do. You can follow me, Little Miss MG, on Instagram. Nice. Well, guys, I have been Jared Ralphie Allen or Christine Baskets, you know, yes. a.k.a. Costco. Um, Costco. Make sure you get your Costco cards and subscribe to Unloading Meat. I need those clicks, please. Got to pay those bills and buy more wigs. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Little Miss MG. I'm Jared Ralphie Allen. This has been the Halloween episode of Unloading Meat. Unloading Peace. Meat. Unloading the 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 Meat.